Hey, this is Matt McCoy, and I'm excited to tell you about AbletonandWorship.com. Are you on the fence about using tracks in worship? Or maybe you've heard other worship leaders talk about Ableton Live, and you've considered maybe why you should implement it at your church. Well, if you're in that place, we actually created a free PDF just for you called Five Reasons to Use Ableton Live in Worship. It also comes with a free essential gear checklist. So the gear checklist will give you everything you need. You can get this free PDF today. Just go to ableton-in-worship.com. Once again, it's ableton-in-worship.com. I went ahead and led worships at this particular conference, and Heather, my wife, was there, and she cornered me afterwards and said, hey, you do realize that you're kind of built for this. Yeah. I'm like, whoa, really? Hey, what's up? Welcome to the Loop Community Podcast, where we're passionate about providing you with quality and affordable resources to help your band sound great, but most of all, to help you sound like you. My name is Matt, and I'm here with my co-host, Derek. How's it going, Derek? It's good. How are you? Derek, what bands, let's just take a trip down memory lane. Mm-hmm. What like Christian bands did you listen to when you were a kid? Uh, DC Talk, for sure. That was my first CD. What um, CD was it? Jesus Freak. Oh, wow. Loved it. Um, and then I think Supernatural was their next one. Yeah. Um, those were really good. And I think that was their last one. Or was there one after yeah, that? There might have been. I'm not sure. But those two... Those are I, both incredible albums. I loved those. I would play them on my portable CD player that I thought it was really cool. You had a portable CD player? I did. How old are you? I am 25. Interesting. I thought for sure that would be like way before your time. Like you had an actual Walkman with that played CDs. Um, yeah, it was portable it opened up you put the cd in wow had the big headphones it yeah. was great thought i was really cool played it way too loud because yeah. i was eight or nine or ten or jesus something, freak so. yep um hawk nelson i liked a lot okay yeah they're still around um but when they were really big at the beginning yeah. i liked them um reliant k as well who i actually saw in concert like three years ago i was gonna guess um, reliant k but reliant k i liked a lot when i was younger are they from michigan Oh, I don't know where they're from. They might be. I was going to guess Ryan K for some reason. What about the first concert you saw? Did you see any of those in concert? Yeah, I've seen all of them in concert. Um, trying to remember the first one. It might have been Hawk Nelson. Uh, I used to go, though, every year in middle school, three years in a row. I went to this big ticket festival yeah. in Gaylord, Michigan, and there were like 50 Christian bands. And Newsboys, Toby Mac. I like Toby Mac a lot. Like all of all of them and that was really fun and you'd get to meet a lot of them so as like a 11 to 13 year old that was yeah very fun totally who'd you like my first cd ever that i actually bought on my own was audio adrenaline cool and it was the cd that had big house on it oh which do you remember that song yes i do good song uh i don't even know what year that was but i remember buying it was a cd called don't censor me Hmm. i bought that and i was way into audio adrenaline forever uh they had a CD called Bloom, which yep. was killer. And then I think they had another one called 15 Passenger Van. Or they had a song on it that was 15 Passenger Van. I don't even know. 
but yeah, I was way into them. I was way into the Newsboys. Yep. Uh, DC Talk, of course. The Supertones. Do you remember them? I do not remember them. I'm sure someone listening to this podcast will remember the Supertones, but they were like a ska band. Got it. Actually, I don't even know if it was ska, but like, yeah, they have like a ton of trumpets and horns in their music. And cool. It was cool. But I remember the first, like one of the first concerts I ever went to that was a Christian concert was uh, the Newsboys and Audio Adrenaline opened for them. Nice. So it was like the best of both worlds wow. for me. Yeah, and that's great. I remember I knew someone who was a friend with someone in the band and they actually brought us like backstage. I'm like a 13 year old kid and I get to meet like all the people in the band. And one of those people I got to meet was Phil Joel, who was playing in Newsboys at the time. And I think it was it was a tour called Step Up to the Microphone. Do you remember that album? I do not remember that album. That was a good one. Yeah. But it was that, that tour and I got to meet Phil Joel. So what's really cool is that, you know, I got to interview him a couple months ago now. Mm-hmm. He's now the lead singer in a band called Zealand and great songwriter, uh, yeah. great musician. And I really enjoyed my conversation with him. But it was kind of like childhood dream yeah. come true. It was fun. So... I'm excited to share this interview with everybody. This is my interview with Phil Joel. Phil Joel, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. On the Loop Community Podcast. Yeah. So we actually met when I was nine years old backstage in South Bend, Indiana at the at Notre Dame. I saw the Newsboys with Audio Adrenaline. And I think I have a picture actually yeah. with like, well, I know I'm, I'm like sitting on Ben Sissel's knee, who's really? the drummer for Audio Adrenaline. Yeah, you've changed. And yeah. <laughs> you've changed. You've got a little more facial hair now. Right, right. Yeah. Hey, should we let everyone know why we're being kind of mellow toned? Because yeah. we're in a library right. in Trevecca in Nashville. This is actually really good though for the, yeah. there's no bleed over. No. True. All the other interviews we've been doing, there's people like yelling everywhere. And right. You're in Zealand. I'm in Zealand. I'm the lead singer for Zealand. It's pretty yes. awesome. Tell us about how that even got started. Like yeah. What? Well, it started about five years ago. Kind of, I left Newsboys uh, 11 years ago. And after spending 13 years in that uh, band and uh, moved on and to do all kinds of different things, you know, all kind, and um, one of those things that I got invited to do was lead worship for youth conferences, you know? Right. And I, I don't know, I didn't really have that one on my radar. I went ahead and, you know, led worship at this, at this particular conference and Heather, my wife was there and she sort of, you know, cornered me afterwards and said, Hey, you do realize that, you know, you're kind of built for this. Yeah. I'm like, Whoa, really? And, you know, and, and, and something honestly had clicked with me that night too. Like, wow, this is really fun. Love these kids, love leading them in, into, you know, new revelations of God and seeing their eyes kind of get get opened up to to new things and uh, the lights come on and so Zealand kind of became a band because of that when did you get back to like leading worship more yeah Yeah. kind of slipped and became a worship band you know did you lead worship before Newsboys no no and I really didn't really have any idea of what that sort of I mean it was about I mean you know Newsboys always had an element of what we did yeah it was corporate worship type thing but uh I had never really been thrown in that, you know, into that situation until you know, about five years ago, really, wow. and um, and kind of loved it. And it's still, it's a big part of what I do. It's a big part of who Zealand is. We're also, I don't know, we're also still a pop kind of rock kind of band, right. but yeah. we lead worship. So we're kind of an interesting little hybrid, I think. You were on the road a lot, 
with mm. Newsboys for how long? Was yeah. it like a No, it was thirteen years and yeah. we would um yeah, we did two hundred shows a year, you know. Newsboys are pretty much the hardest working band in, in Christendom. Wow. And uh the weird thing is I'm back on the road with them right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. I know. What in the world? Yeah. So now you're back in Newsboys. Yeah. We got this phone call, you know, from the management company and they said, Hey, come down here, we want to talk to you. Um, we've got an idea. And so we went down there and they said, hey, we want Zealand to open for the next Newsboys tour, but we want you and Peter to come back and do, you know, some of the old stuff. And right. um, and we're going to call it Newsboys United. It was kind of like, yeah, this right. makes Everybody sense. Everybody back. Let's back do it. In. Yeah. And so we've um, we just finished the spring leg of the tour. It went bananas. You know, people oh, have I'm turned sure. up and yeah. it's really fun. And, uh, you know, Zealand gets to do their thing at the front of the show. Yep. And then uh, Newsboys United kind of takes yep. over and it's really it's been really cool when are you guys going back out uh after oh gosh in another six weeks okay so we've got a six week break then we pick it up in the summertime run through the summer and then we'll have another break and uh i think it may <laughs> continue <laughs> i'm not sure if i'm supposed to say but right. it's going to continue there's been a what's the word demand i guess right. you know people want more shows so uh it'll probably go through the fall we should do newsboys DC Talk. Yes. Audio Adrenaline. That tour would be... And then it would be all over. Yeah, but who would sing for Audio Adrenaline? That's the thing. Adam Ag, I, I think. Adam from um, uh, Stella Cart. Oh, right, right. He'd have to. Yeah. But actually, I'm not sure if we're supposed to say anything about any of that, but that kind of thing might be... Might Maybe brewing. be brewing. Or it okay. might not be. I will buy a ticket to that for sure. All right. I'll call you. <laughs> I'll call you. I would imagine that after Newsboys was finished touring. Right. What was that time period like for you in between yeah. non-Newsboys to then Zealand? How many years was that even? Yeah, there's about five years, yeah. I think. Um, and I just dove into all kinds of other musical projects. Was it restful or was it? It was very restful. I mean, I, you know, you start out in a band and you're a kid and you grow up in the band and you yeah. get married and you have kids yeah. and just direction and life changes you know your head gets in a different into a different place right and you know life is all about seasons and mm. so you know that season closed and um you know i really wanted something a little more peaceful like you say a little more that i could have control over yeah um that didn't sort of own me right. you know because when you're in a band of that's touring like that yeah you kind of you have to do what it yeah, what it right. does, you know, you have to be a part of it. So, uh, you know, I got to do all kinds of different ministry type stuff, different musical stuff, which eventually kind of led me to youth conferences, you know, again. Right. So, and, that, and that's just, that's still kind of our sweet spot. Yeah. Um, but the weird thing is, we won't be able to do any more youth conferences for another nine months. Because you know, you're cause back on tour. Because yeah. we're on tour doing this thing. But it's, it's great too, right. you know. Yeah. That's cool. I love leading worship at youth conferences because I feel like, uh-huh. There's just so much energy. And two, like there's something with like kids that are more moldable. Like yeah. they're like plastic where like adults are sometimes uh -huh. like cement. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you it's like such an important time to like be totally coaching them and like what are we doing? Yeah. Why are we singing this? You know, and, Exactly. I love it. it yeah. yeah, it's there's such a different energy and they are so ready to receive right. something of truth and of authenticity too. They're not dumb, you know, they right. get it when something clicks and when the guy that's maybe singing and declaring truth um believes it mm -hmm. they can tell they can smell it you know yeah. and so that's nice to be put in that position and trusted and be able to lead kids into right you know a new place with the lord and right it's so important this is this next crew coming through you know they yeah. need they need to get grounded right right um, so it's a privilege 
almost like the guys who've been doing this for longer are like the fathers, mm-hmm. almost like father figures for like these younger, like 16 yeah. year old kids coming in. We have to like teach them about like, here's what matters. Like, uh-huh. you know, the importance of like, why we're even, <laughs> why we're even doing this. Why and, we exist. Yeah. Why we know? exist. Yeah. Right. And, and the, the character and nature of God, you know, who is he really, you know, right. and is there truth? Yeah, there's truth. Right. Right. <laughs> there is right. There is wrong. There is, abs- there are absolutes. And yeah. Um, God is good. End yeah. of the day, He is good. You can right. trust Him. And, you know, let's, let's explore who Jesus yeah. was and is right. now, you know. Um, he is still super real <clears throat> and relevant. So, yeah, it's, so, it's an exciting gig. Yeah, it's know? good. I mean, and I'm it, loving making music still, but yeah, getting to share truth through song is right. pretty fun. Right. And you guys recorded, I know you guys recorded Good Good Father. Yeah. You guys did like your version of it, which was really cool. Well, we did it first. It, we actually did it first because Pat. You're right. Knew, you were the first ones. Yeah, I mean, I knew Pat from years ago. I heard his song and I was like, Pat, it's a cool song, but it's a bit sleepy, man. I'll fix yeah. it up. Right, know? right. Oh, yeah, it was and, on House Fires, right? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. House, yeah. And, uh, and I thought it was really great, but I thought, well, we, we, maybe we can sort of spruce it up a little bit. I thought he was doing him a <laughs> yeah. favor, but, you know, right, whatever. Right. Chris came along and. Little did they know, like, and, 20 people were going to record it. Right. You know, within. Three months. Yeah, yeah. Wow. But I'm glad we did our version because it's just got a yeah. little more oomph to it, a little more pep in the step. Yeah, and right. um, and to me, it's a it's a the message of the song. It's it's worth right. It's worth declaring, you know, with a bit of oh yeah, with a bit of grit to me yeah. too. Not let's not look at our feet. I mean, even though you know the different versions serve different purposes and different personalities. Yeah, right. To me, it's like man, let's declare this with some right some oomph. Right, and then so you guys are you also write your own stuff, right? Yeah, are that's you the writing only a lot time of we've ever covered anyone else's song. Okay, yeah. So, so all the other stuff on the Zealand album you wrote? Yeah, myself with you know different co-writes and different writes with the band. And yeah, that's good. Let's just pause for a second and have a listen to one of the songs. Cool. From the latest Zealand album, have a listen to this song. It's called "End of the World." little technical question because a lot of the guys listening are techies yeah techies yeah. do you guys use tracks when you play live yeah we do yeah what, what do you use is it ableton we run live? ableton yeah. yeah and we use all the stuff that you have you know oh yeah the looptimus controller oh yeah the looptimus controller is yeah. super important yeah we have a different we have a portable tracks rig and we have a big old beast of a track rig right um yeah we try not to be slaves to it you know yeah. it's there to enhance what we do yeah um, not, not to you. control us but especially out right now, you know, we're on tour, so yeah. we're kind of locked into a particular type of thing. In the um, '90s, were you guys using tracks with the Newsboys? Uh, we did a little bit, uh, but only tam- like percussion, okay. only percussion, um, because we were trying to lock into to uh, different tempos, you know, to click. Do you remember how those were even played back? Because uh, probably not Ableton Live, right? No, no, we were running them off. No, we were running them off iPods iPods for a second and then way back in the day I don't even want to tell you because I date myself we would have ADATs on the side of stage ADATs ADATs you know what ADAT is not really okay never mind good let's move on (laughs) educate educate me (laughs) 
it's basically like a video player. Yeah. You know, like, like a, a VHS, a VHS tape, tape. thing. Yep. And um, about the same size, big kind of beasts, and uh, they would run wow. the tracks. Yeah. You just hit play and it plays through your whole set. You would hope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Unless someone, you know, unless okay. someone bumped the machine. Yeah. So then you guys were playing with a click, playing with tracks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we were trying. To, we were locking into video back then too. You know, oh, we were right. running a lot of video and a lot the of different production. Yeah, so it was kind of a necessity uh, for certain tours. Yeah, yeah. Was the flipping drum drum riser also on? Yep. Sync to the tracks. Yeah, maybe. Actually, you know how we, um, when I did solo tours, the first solo tour I did, I ran. Uh, we ran a DVD player with um, five point one surround sound. Oh wow! You know, so one of those tracks was click. Oh. And wow. the other four were different tracks. Yeah. Because you had different yeah, you know, right. five you use, RCA yeah. outputs on the back of that. Oh my gosh, that's yeah. really interesting. Yeah. I never thought of that. We've come a long way. We have. I like to ask this of every person in an interview, but like, is there a song or an album that when you listen to right now, it just like really, just right now you're like, I'm going to listen to that one again. Like yeah. you, it's on repeat. Something that like really like brings you to the presence of God in a way. Like You know what? I just discovered, and maybe I'm, I'm I'm late to the table on this one, late to the game, but I just discovered Smitty's latest worship album. I mean, it's just great. The uh, Surrounded. Surrounded. Yeah. It's just such a great record. Yeah. Every song is just killer. And I don't know. Smitty, I actually haven't heard it yet. Smitty, I'll... man, his voice. It's just... It's I know just he so, was here last night. It's so cozy. Right. I know. It, <laughs> it is. makes you so like, oh, everything's going to be all right. Because right. Smitty's singing. Newsboys do a Michael no, W. Smith thing. We or? didn't really do much. I mean, I, I know him and I, I love him. He's a great guy. Yeah. But we never really did too many things together as Newsboys. Uh, I've done more things more recently with him as a solo artist and with Zealand. Yeah. Okay. Wow. What's what's next on the horizon for Zealand? Uh, well, you know, so you we got this tour. Got the tour coming, and uh, you know, every day on tour, I drag, I drag studio stuff into the dressing room. Because mm-hmm. I really want to stay ahead of the curve, even though this album just came out in February, right? And I'm really pleased with it. Which can't, I can't always yeah. say that, Matt. You know, right. sometimes I finish a record and I'm like, never want to hear that ever again. <laughs> yeah. But this one is something different. Yeah. I really periodically listen to it, and <laughs> which is kind of strange. Yeah, but right. I, yeah, you're proud. I'm of pleased it and with it. it. Sounds good. It's yeah. How you wanted it to sound. Yes, it captured the things we needed to say and yeah, declare and whatnot. Um, and so anyway, I'm trying to get ahead of the curve and I'm, so I'm writing every day out there on the road, um, using logic wow. to write with, um, cause it's just such a great tool. Yeah. Right. Um, and you know, trying to incorporate the guys as much as yeah. I can when they're not off finding I new coffee like shops. Be really hard to do. Cause even when I'm traveling, it's hard yeah. to get work done. Like it's, I don't even yeah. know what it is cause you actually have more time than ever yeah but there's something weird about like motivating yourself or something <laughs> to like get out the computer and i'm pretty motivated right now and the road manager he'll yeah. set aside a room a dressing room okay uh, specifically for me which is nice and you know newsboys have been touring for yeah so long we know how to do it you know yeah we know how to do it right. well and do it kind of like clockwork so every morning man i get excited i'm like i'm getting up yeah let's yeah. go i'm gonna drag that stuff inside and i'm gonna make music it feels natural yeah, yeah. head off to catering you know get a little get a little coffee come back right get fired up and um yeah i've never actually this is the first tour honestly i've, I've been able to do that mm. with such kind of um discipline discipline yeah yeah i feel or, like it takes that because i've been on a yeah. tour before where i was like i have more time mm-hmm. <laughs> than i ever have had but it's hard to like yeah you know, you're right. You've got the catering and people are running you around doing like radio uh-huh. stuff or probably interviews like this. Or yeah. Like how maybe, do you like, you have to carve out the time. Yeah, you do. And maybe, I don't know, maybe it's because I'm getting older. I'm realizing I don't want to waste time yeah, right. anymore. I, I need a lockdown and, mm-hmm. and uh, 
get some work done. Otherwise, I'm just going to burn this time. Yeah, you right. Know? And so I might as well create. And mm-hmm. it's been a pretty good, it's been pretty fruitful so far. Do you just schedule it in? Is um, it literally like on your calendar? Is like these four hours, no one talked to me. <laughs> no one bothered <laughs> almost, me. Almost, almost. I mean, my day really starts at about 4.30 in the oh. afternoon in oh. regard to like I say 4.30 in the morning I'm like no oh, no I wish early. no four, nah, that's when I go to bed pretty much now 4.30 in the afternoon you know we have a, a Q&A session a meet and greet and then dinner and then yeah. Zealand starts and the ball gets rolling okay so I you know I get going and just kind of lock myself in that room and although I leave the door open you know I'm like guys come on come on in and let's yeah. make music um, and yeah, like I say, if they're not scouring thrift stores, record stores, or coffee shops, then they'll come in and <laughs> they'll come and help and help. You know? Yeah, yeah, right, right. But I oh, quite man. like the isolation actually for to start. You yeah. know, I like to get something started myself, yeah. and then and then collaborate, bring other guys in. Have you ever taken the enneagram test? Uh, like, do you I, know what number you are? Enneagram thing? Nah, I have taken it, but I can never decide what I am. And the fact that I can't decide what I am probably means I'm a particular number, right? Yeah. Well, I know. That's what actually I thought too. Because <laughs> when I first heard all of this, I heard about six months ago, my wife and I were walking through, we were actually walking through a street in Italy. Wow. And someone had sent this, this Enneagram thing that you have to listen to it. We listened to it together with, you know, sharing headphones. Yeah. And we got to the end of it and we're like, we're none of those. Right. Or like, or we're all of them. I can't stand it when someone says, oh man, you're a solid eight. I'm like, leave me alone. I'm not a number. Yeah, I know. Yeah, don't stare. <laughs> but I, I do yeah. love Richard Rohr. Richard Rohr, yes. I love Incredible. Um, you know, anything that he shares and yeah. writes and, and whatnot. And he's big on it. Right. So, yeah. so I can take my hat off. I can he's take my actually hat who to we that. listen to. All right. And actually his books are incredible. Yeah, they are. I just was introduced to Everything Belongs by Richard Rohr. Huh? I thanked, him, I thanked him in the credits on the new record. Really? Yeah. And and I had a friend call me and go, do you know Richard Rohr? And I'm like, no, nah, I just thanked him in the credits just yeah, to see right. if anyone would notice. Yeah. <laughs> the Enneagram thing is like blowing. Like he's like, yeah, he's he's probably very, very famous right now just I because pr- of that. Even. I probably need to get it back into it and figure it out because yeah. I think it would be really helpful on yeah. a creative front. Um, what you said about liking to be alone for that yeah. time. I was thinking of a five. Interesting. Really? I'm kind of like that. I was like, oh yeah, I, I agree. I like to kind of be a little isolated, especially yeah. in the creative process. Yeah. Well, we just did a songwriting workshop and um, so I was on the panel and it was very interesting chatting through the different ways in which we all, you know, the cro- creative process yeah. and different things that we gravitate toward. Some people just thrive on co-writes Yeah. Um, and I'm not so much a co-writer. Right. I, I like to get I think uh, isolation actually gets me going to start with and then yeah, yeah bring people to the table to fill That's in the gaps and and help round out maybe my vision, Yeah, you know? I don't know if that's... That's actually really helpful for me to even hear too because really? I actually feel the same way. I've, it feels like there's so much pressure yeah. now of like, you have to be co-writing. And right. Like, well, I don't know if I really want to... No. <laughs> I'm not really good at co-writing. Yeah. Maybe bring people in at the end to like yeah. help like, hey, change that lyric or... Uh-huh. Help you with verse two, you know, because you feel like you've said everything you can. Yeah, <laughs> it's helpful one. to hear that it's, it's okay. It's because <laughs> we're fives. Well, maybe we're five point threes. Right. Who knows? Right. Well, um, Phil, I've always been a huge fan. Appreciate since it. My nine-year-old self saw you at the <laughs> Newsboys, but um, I'm really grateful just for everything you've done for. Thank you. Christian music and and worship and what you're doing with Zealand is really cool. Cool. So. Well, thanks for listening. You know, we'll just we'll keep making music if if people keep listening. Do it. They will. <laughs> well, we, we'll keep trying. Thanks, Matt. Thanks right, for man. everything you're doing. Yeah, thanks.
Hey community, our featured indie artists this month are Mark and Sarah Tillman. Mark and Sarah are worship leaders and singer-songwriters from North Carolina. They released their second album, Morning Sun, Rising Tide, in June. A lot of the songs talk about how God will meet us in whatever season we're in. Let's hear from Sarah now to learn more about the album. Our new album, Morning Sun, Rising Tide, was released a few months ago. The heartbeat behind the album speaks to how God tenderly pursues and also fiercely overwhelms. He is both merciful and powerful and gentle yet fierce. This imagery shows the contrasting expressions of His character and nature. He is still like the morning sun, but constantly moving like the rising tide. Our heart's desire and prayer is that you'd encounter the journey of surrendering your heart to more of who He is through the soundscapes and story of each song. Thanks, Sarah. Now let's listen to their song, Oh, What a Father. So I won't This is Community Talk. All right, so Derek, what did you think of that interview? Oh, it was so good. Yeah, Phil's awesome. We talked about a ton of stuff. <laughs> we did. I loved hearing about how they ran tracks in the 90s before yeah. multi-tracks and Prime and Ableton and before everything. He said they used ADATs, which I didn't know what those were. So yeah. I'm glad that you didn't really know what like those were VHS either. a VHS tape type thing. <laughs> yeah, just put it in and hit play. And he said it worked as long as no one bumped the machine, which right. was funny. Oh my gosh. I wonder if they probably ever had problems like VHS tapes where they have, you know, it unwinds. Yeah. Or you stick it in and you didn't rewind it or something and you hold on. That's actually a good question. Yeah. Do you have to rewind it? Yeah. And then he said they moved on to DVD players where they would play a DVD with 5.1 surround sound that had outputs on the back and one of them would be click. Yeah. It's such a smart idea. Yeah. I bet at the time it was like super innovative and like a really cool way to do it. And now it's just funny. And then he said they moved on to iPods in like the yep. late 90s, early 2000s. And just had a click on the left, tracks yep. on the right. Yeah, and then they moved on to Ableton. So That's pretty amazing. Yeah. I mean, long before I was even using tracks, you know, they were using them, so many bands. Tracks have been around for so long. Yeah. I wonder how people ran tracks before ADAT. Wow. I wonder who thought to use a track the first time. I yeah, don't know. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was really cool. I was, I'm always fascinated like, if I ever get to go to a concert, I try to look backstage to see, like, how are they running tracks? Right. What are they using to, yeah, make it happen? I thought that was awesome. Yeah. I liked how he talked about riding on the road and how this tour with Newsboys, he was making a very conscious effort yeah. um, to write, and he saw the benefits of it and how it was fruitful. Yeah. You talked about how that was hard for you yeah. sometimes. It's interesting because it definitely takes a lot of discipline. I think just when you're traveling... I mean, even when you are traveling and you just want to get some work done, do emails, it seems like it's even hard doing that. Like even when we go do conferences Mm -hmm. and it's exhausting, you know, you're on, it's hard to like just pop open your computer and actually get some work done. Yeah. Yeah. Like I can't even imagine, you know, trying to 
write songs, produce music on the road. Yeah. But dig in, be super disciplined and make it happen. I liked when he was just like, walk over to catering, get a cup of coffee, hit the studio, you know, and... Locks himself in the room, lets other people come in if they want to help. But right, uh, right. just says for these few hours every day. Yep. And, and you kind of have to just to like stay yeah. sane in a way. Yeah. I liked that he said he wanted to stay ahead of the curve. Like he's not, he's not taking it easy just because he's on tour. He's right. hustling and trying to write new music and um, yep. just have more music from Zealand coming out. Which and there's is a awesome. lot of time yeah. that yeah he's using to actually create stuff, which is good. What was interesting is that when I listened to this interview back, I realized that one thing that he told me, he didn't tell me when we were recording. I think I asked him what was his favorite song from the album. And uh, he said it's a song called Liberated. Mm. And he told me the story a little bit about that song. I thought it was really, really interesting. He said that he was playing at a youth conference. I may not remember all the details here, but he was playing at a youth conference. And at the very end of the sermon, you know, the pastor had all the kids coming up and like repenting or I don't know what was happening, but it was a very like somber, like kind of emotional moment. Hmm. And, you know, he's up on stage playing, you know, just some acoustic songs or whatever. And um, they kind of just like handed it off back to him, back to Phil. And he's like, well, what am I going to do? Like all the kids are really sad. And like, you know, like just like the mood of the room was very like heavy. And he was thinking like, how, you know, how are we going to get out of this moment? And so, so I think his wife, Heather, was like, Phil, um, you should play this new song you've been working on. And it wasn't even a finished song. She's like, you should play that song, Liberated. And he was like, I don't know, I don't know. And, but they ended up doing it. The band had never practiced it. And I don't think the band had ever even heard it before. Wow. But Phil just started playing it. And then the band kind of like, you know, they're pros. Yeah. So the band like picked up with the song. And apparently it like was the perfect song for that moment. And it like changed the whole mood. <laughs> of how the session ended and the kids were like pumped and way into it and you know that takes guts to yeah. like try a brand new song <laughs> that you've never proven so to speak like it's never been played before you don't know how people are going to respond to it it takes guts to you know make a change like that in the moment and especially doing that without your band ever knowing i thought that was a cool story though and that was his favorite song in the album called liberated so actually i think to end this this podcast, we should actually listen to a clip of Liberated. Um, before we do that, though, I was so pumped. I loved my interview with them. My conversation with him was really enjoyable. We were in the library talking really quiet. And we honestly, even after the interview ended, we sat and talked for another 30, 45 minutes just because he and his wife were like people that were like, please be my friend. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're those types they of people like where you're that. just like, man, I just want to, like, hang out with you. Just really, really awesome. So, very great interview with them. Uh, before we listen to this clip, Liberated, if you guys are listening to this podcast, we love hearing from our listeners. If you have any suggestions or interview ideas, topics you want to hear about, feel free to email us at podcast at loopcommunity.com. It's been great today, Derek. Yes, it has. Check out this clip from the song Liberated off Zealand's new album. You can download all of the master multi-tracks for Zealand Worship's album Liberated on loopcommunity.com. Thanks for listening to the Loop Community Podcast.
Mootcommunity.com